Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Again, we're outside and today there's no wind blowing, so hopefully the microphone will pick up better. Uh, today I wanted to go back to the book of Acts, and again, I would encourage you to grab your Bible and read this whole section to get the whole story. Uh, but what I'd like to zero in today on is the false accusations against Paul, because this is something that we're facing today mm -hmm. um, in, in general senses and, and sometimes in specific ways. And so I think we can learn something from how Paul was falsely accused and um, even what he went through, how God used that. But um, if you go back to chapter 21, our, our key verse is in chapter 24, but if you go back to chapter 21, it's earlier. And, and if, if you're reading this whole section, a lot of things get repeated. Okay, so the Jews that are accusing Paul, they're making this accusation there in Jerusalem and then they make it to different leaders and, and they follow him where he goes. So you'll see it repeated several times. But anyway, going back to where it kind of starts in chapter 21, the Jews, um, they grabbed him, yelling, Men of Israel, help us. This is the man who preaches against our people everywhere and tells everybody to disobey the Jewish laws. He speaks against the temple and even defiles this holy place by bringing in Gentiles, where they're basically making three accusations and none of them are true. Well, it is interesting to look at the criticism that's leveled against the leaders of the early church. And typically it came from Jewish leaders. But there was a certain amount, in fact, a large amount of hypocrisy because Paul was a Jew. The early leaders of the church were Jew. The early church was Jewish. The Messiah, Jesus, was Jewish. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that somehow Paul was trying to lead Jewish people away from being Jewish. When in reality, we know that Christ did not come to destroy the law. He came to fulfill the law. And so, in fact, he was the fulfillment of all the promises of the Old Testament. In fact, we just talked about this uh, in a recent service, how that Jesus, when he rose from the grave, he started with all the Old Testament, the Jewish scriptures, and he talked about Messiah. Mm -hmm. So really the, the, the conflict here is not Jew versus Gentile. In fact, at this point, there are relatively few Gentiles that are part of the family right. of God. Now that's growing, right. but Most definitely, of them are definitely in Jerusalem, the, the great majority of Christians there are all Jewish people. So what you have is you have Jewish leaders afraid of the power of the truth of the gospel that Jesus, the Jewish Messiah, was indeed who he was. And this move was actually a move of God. And because they reject Jesus, which is the ultimate right there, they misunderstand everything, which I think continues to this day between the Jewish nation and the Jewish culture and, and Christianity. But going back to what you said a few moments ago about all these accusations being false, here is the deal. If Paul was preaching a lie, in other words, mm -hmm. if Jesus was not the Messiah, if he was not the fulfillment of those thousands of year old, thousand year old prophecies, actually several thousand year old prophecies, then all they had to do was to open the scriptures and say, you're wrong here, you're yep. wrong here, you're wrong here. But they couldn't do that with the truth, so they had to use a lie. Right. So, you know, as we go on in this uh, current culture and the situation that we're living out in our life as Christians and as, as uh, proclaimers of the gospel, we shouldn't be surprised when we face similar things as Paul did. And I hope you'll get the scripture and just read through how Paul responded as he's in this situation, because I think it'll encourage each one of us uh, to know that we're not the first ones to be falsely accused. And, and of course, we want to make sure any false accusations against us are we're, we're doing the right thing, right. not the wrong thing. Right. Um, but I think that there's some comfort in that even today. So and, and to remember this, the person who received the most false accusations of all time, the most blatant false accusations was Jesus, Jesus Christ, because, right. you know, even at his trial, 
they had all kinds of false accusers come up. And the Lord said this in the Beatitudes, Blessed are you when men shall revile you and, and speak evil of you for my name's sake. You know. So again, like you said, the important thing is to make sure that we're doing the right thing right. and that there's not a legitimate accusation of the people outside. And again, you know, I, you know, because our culture is so embedded here, it's hard to not at least mention social media because a lot of things get said on social media that just aren't true. And uh, we don't have to speak to every false accusation that happens on social media about about uh, Christians in general. Well, and we don't need to talk about artificial intelligence right now, but I mean, we're already beginning to see how that, you know, images are, are uh, manipulated. Right. And things, and a lot of times right now, it's in a, it's in a humorous sense, but, but clearly we're going to live in an age where it's going to be difficult to know what's truth and what's falsehood yes. um, because of the way the truth is so manipulated. So we want to carefully follow the Word of God and, and follow the Holy Spirit as He leads So what life. should someone do who's watching a noise wind? And I mean, they're not necessarily like Paul was dealing with a, an entrenched group of people who were against the gospel. But I think any of us can be falsely accused mm -hmm. for any kind of reason. What should a person do in our culture today who finds himself falsely accused, maybe even by a member of their family or a friend? What should someone do? Oh, boy, you're throwing me a, a hard question here. I think if I'm going to look at Paul's example, I'm going to... Uh, be humble mm -hmm. and yet forthright with the truth yeah. and he did defend himself yes he did yes he did he did and I, I believe that we have every every right and every reason when someone lies about us to speak up and to tell the truth mm -hmm. about that's what's been said and I do think it's important to remember too that the God of all truth has a way of vindicating and validating his children and he didn't turn around and falsely accuse them no he didn't turn around and, and malign them he just gave the truth wow so and that's great advice. Yeah, I think that's I think that would be how to address situations that we encounter because we will and we do. Some of you might be in the middle of that right now. So yeah. that's just part of life as a as a God follower. And also to remember like the story here, these people had an agenda. Yes. They had an agenda and the truth would not work, so they had to mm -hmm. make something up. And to remember not to take it personally because as right. you said earlier, the agenda was to stop uh, Christianity mm -hmm. and it was about Jesus. It wasn't really about Paul. That's right. Well, that's a great word there too. Because God was using him. Yes. So I hope that encourages you this morning. And uh, whatever is going on in your life today, I just pray that, that um, you can stand strong for the gospel. And as we keep that in mind this morning, Mark, could you lead us in a word of prayer? Father, we thank you that you always defend us and that no weapon that is formed against us can prosper. Uh, and yet at the same time, we know that weapons will be formed against us. And oftentimes with accusations and criticisms that are leveled at us unjustly. I pray, Father, that you'll help us to remember that our Lord and Savior uh, was willing to stand in there and to take those things in order that he might do the work of redemption for us. We pray especially for that person who's being treated unfairly today. May you come alongside and turn the tables. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us here on Noah's Window today, and we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. God bless.